avizandum. In Scots law, this term describes the careful consideration given by the judge before an important decision. Join me each week as we explore various topics from a spiritual perspective and take matters avizandum. For those of you who know my wife Goodney and remark how great she looks, this is difficult to understand. Looking at me, it's easy to understand. A few days ago, May 12, was the 50th anniversary of the day Goodney and I first met. Clearly, she was just a slip of a girl. That was 50 years ago. People argue as to whether there's such a thing as love at first sight. I don't know if I immediately fell in love with Goodney when I saw her, but I was certainly drawn to her. And I decided that I was going to get to know her. I was a young, hard-working attorney, a follower of Jesus Christ, and praying for a wife— and living in Scotland. My older brother and my younger brother were already married, but up to the point I met Goodney, I had never met anyone whom I thought of marrying. Goodney changed everything. Goodney and a group of about 28 from the Faroe Islands chartered a boat to sail from the Faroe Islands to Scotland. That long journey was in honour of a Scottish missionary who in the 1800s had gone to the Faroe Islands. His name was William Sloan. For many years, he preached in the open air in the Faroe Islands, as well as making trips to Norway and Scotland. After many years of faithfully proclaiming the gospel in Faroe, many people came to saving faith in Jesus Christ. Goodney's church and other churches in the Faroe Islands, humanly speaking, owed their existence to this man of God, William Sloan. Now, Many years later, the Faroese came with the gospel from the Faroe Islands to Scotland. The church I was attending in Scotland was hosting these Faroese visitors whom none of us had ever met. Most of the group were young people. It was very exciting to meet these Scandinavians who were going to be in Scotland for two weeks. I hosted two of the men in my bachelor flat. But back to seeing Goodney for the first time. I was standing on the pier in the town of Scalloway in the Shetland Islands when the Faroese boat came to the harbour. The Shetland Islands are located to the north of the Scottish mainland. I was standing on that pier, along with others, to allocate the Faroese to the homes of members of the hosting church. I will never forget my first sight of Goodney. Of course she looked stunning, but what stood out was her joy. Looking back, I realised I was a very serious young man. I took my legal career very seriously. I took my faith in Jesus Christ seriously. And I probably took myself too seriously. Goodney had a spontaneity, a joy, and a love of life. However, there was a huge problem. Goodney spoke very little English, and I spoke zero Faroese. Now, I should explain that Faroese is the native tongue of the people living in the Faroe Islands. It's the language of the Vikings. It's a beautiful language, somewhat similar to Icelandic, and is difficult for English speakers to learn. It took me a while to get my tongue even around her name, Gudni, Ingolf's daughter, Gunnarsson. Faroe is under the Danish crown, so the Faroese do learn Danish. They're bilingual. Gudni had also learned English at school, but had never really spoken it. She could understand more English than she could speak. I made a mental note of the home where she and her friend, Jorin Askam, 
were going to be staying for the two weeks. Goodney was part of the little choir they had. The Faroese gave testimonies, and their leader, a very capable evangelist by the wonderful name Zacharias Zachariasen, was the preacher. They conducted the services in the church I attended, and then went around the community singing and giving testimonies in various places, spreading the gospel. At the end of the first week, I realized I needed to take action regarding Goodney. So I asked her if she wanted to go for a walk. She agreed. I have no idea what we talked about or how much Goodney understood, but the attraction was there. Before the Faroese came to Scotland, I had decided to take the boat back to the Faroe Islands and then fly to Iceland. Having met Goodney, I thought it was a foolish idea to go to Iceland. So I've still never been to Iceland. Instead, I stayed in Faroe for a couple of weeks at the home of one of the men who had stayed with me in Scotland. During that time, I met Goodney's family and friends. We spent some fabulous days in Faroe visiting the stunning islands. I was warmly welcomed. They have the best fish in the world, and they also eat the puffin, whale meat, wind-dried raw lamb, and other such delicacies. I loved every minute of it. During that time in Faroe, I asked Goodney to marry me. She was a bit taken aback and didn't give a clear reply, but I knew she was going to be my wife. All of this took place 50 years ago in May 1973. We were married on August 14, 1974 in the Faroe Islands, and Goodney came to Scotland to live. It's been an incredible experience living with Goodney. Her joy, her love of life continues. She loves me unconditionally. She loves Christ. She loves the Word of God. She loves the Gospel. And she's always been 100% loyal and supportive. I'll leave the story of how we came to the United States for another podcast. But I want to thank our great God for leading us together in this very unusual way. It was an answer to prayer. God brought us together. Scripture says that it's not good for the man to be alone. God then brings a woman suitable for Adam. And Goodney is very suitable for me. She's an incredible homemaker. She's practical. She's an excellent cook. She's a marvelous grandmother. And a host of other things which I'm not very good at. There have been ups and downs in our marriage. And occasionally Goodney tells me that I'm a bit stubborn. However, Those who know me will attest that I am rarely stubborn, but I do have strong convictions. What a gracious God we have. When Goody and I met, we had no idea that I would be called into the pastorate. No idea that we would be serving this huge church in Charlotte, North Carolina. King David writes in Psalm 57 verse 2, I cry out to God most high, to God who fulfills his purpose for me. Goodney and I can testify of God's kindness, his compassion, his forgiveness, his strength and help in our time of need. That first meeting between Goodney and myself was 50 years ago, but it is as fresh as ever, as is the love we have. Avazandam. You're listening to the weekly Avizandum podcast from The Verdict, featuring Pastor John Monroe. John is senior pastor at Calvary Church in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
Listen to John's daily program, The Verdict, on broadcast radio or major podcast platforms. For more information about The Verdict Ministry, visit us online at calvarychurch.com slash the verdict.